Welcome to Inside Out. Without prejudice or boundaries, this space is for raw and vulnerable conversations surrounding health, mental well-being, relationships, parenthood, and so much more. Our goal is to deliver a conversation that will educate and empower you through shared experiences told by inspiring and relatable guests. My name is Chris. I'm a wife, mum, and stepmom who is on a personal journey that cultivates a life of alignment and intention. I hope these conversations encourage you to do the same. Let's dive deep into today's episode. episode 15 of Inside Out. Today's guest is Sarah Mayle. Sarah is a qualified personal trainer that specializes in safe and effective training throughout pregnancy and postpartum. Sarah is a wife and mum of two beautiful children. She is an advocate for women's health and her mission is to support women in being the happiest, healthiest versions of themselves. She has worked with thousands of women with the Mummy Trainers online platform as well as working face-to-face with clients in her group and one-on-one personal training sessions on the Gold Coast. Sarah has invested herself to better the lives of mothers. In this episode, Sarah shares her experience in motherhood and returning to exercise. She also shares ways we can ensure that we are nailing our journey to return to exercise in our postpartum state. Sarah also tells us all about her incredible businesses, The Mummy Trainer and TMT Academy. I personally took so much from this conversation and I hope you do too. If you enjoy this episode, please help me spread the word about this incredible program and the expert advice Sarah has given us by leaving me a quick review on iTunes and sharing to your Instagram. I would be so grateful. Hey, Sarah. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode. All right. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problems. I've been really looking forward to this chat because, as you know, I'm in that fourth trimester of motherhood and so much of what you're doing is really relevant to my life right now and I am personally just know that I'm going to take so much away from this conversation. To kickstart us off, can you share a little on you and the story behind The Mummy Trainer? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, the fourth trimester is quite a ride, as you know. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, basically about me, I'm a mum of two. Uh, My son, Geordie, is six and my daughter, crazy daughter, Ella, she's three. She's wild and full of so much energy, but that's good. Keeps me on my toes. Yeah, Um, I started the business, The Mummy Trainer, um, just out of a personal experience. So, After I had my son, um, I was quite into my fitness, um, but I wasn't a personal trainer. Um, My husband did a lot of PT with me um, in the earlier years, but I didn't really know what I know now. Um, And I was a flight attendant, so didn't have this knowledge um, and education that I have now equipped myself with. So I wanted to return to running. Um, So off I went onto Google, trying to do the right thing. And I found some guidelines to wait until 12 weeks to return to running. So I thought, yep, I'm going to do the right thing and just did some gentle walks. Um, And that was pretty much it up until that 12-week mark. And then I thought, okay, 12 weeks, I'm going to just go for a slow jog. So I'm talking jog, walk, jog, walk. And anyone that knows going for their first run, even after some time off, is... um, definitely not fast. Mm-hmm. And I felt okay. I didn't have any aches or pains. Um, I just felt really puffed um, and exhausted just from doing a little jog. And anyway, made my way back home. I was probably only gone for about 15, 20 minutes maximum. And then 
that night and the next day, I just had excruciating pain in the back of my hip um, to the point where it got so bad that I couldn't even sit up, uh, sit down and stand up without it pinching on my sciatic nerve. Um, and whatever position I moved into, I just couldn't get comfortable. Um, so as you can imagine, with a three-month-old baby, um, yeah. it made life very difficult and challenging. So I had to have two months of physiotherapy just to get back to moving without being in pain. Mm. Um, so I ended up having piriformis syndrome. So basically because my um, hip muscles and core weren't strong and stabilised to prepare for my slow walk and jog, I, yeah, I injured myself just from thinking that I was doing the right thing. Um, and yeah, it made life very difficult throughout that time and a lot of pain. So when I knew that I was pregnant with my daughter, I said to my husband, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to do this? What am I, how am I going to get back to exercising second time round without injuring myself? I need to have a plan in place to know what to do. So again, went on to Google um, yeah. guidelines, a few different programs that are out there, um, bits and pieces, but there wasn't a specific this week, do this. The next week, do this. This is what you need to look for. This is what we need to work on. So I took it upon myself to educate uh, myself. So I did my certificate three and four in fitness to become a personal trainer. This was all while I was pregnant, still flying. Um, and then while on maternity leave, I got that certification. And then I did further courses in pregnancy and postnatal exercise just so I could learn more about what was happening and the physiological changes to my body. Um, throughout that process I learned a lot um, and then I developed a program and plan just for myself um, to get back into exercise and did that after I had my daughter and it worked I was fitter and stronger than I had ever been before but most importantly injury free and then I knew just with a lot of my friends that have had babies around the same time just with other issues that they'd experienced um, from their births wanting to exercise that I needed to create a space and a business to educate and help people um, exercise safely, getting back into it. So that's how the Mummy Trainer was born. That's amazing. You've definitely tailored your online programming with such a good understanding, you know, for women and, and what we want. And I love that your program offers a very holistic approach. It's something for women in every season of motherhood. Um, I did notice, Sarah, that you not only offer exercise, and training but mindset and meditation work nutrition guides even a running program so you can just tell that this was such a well thought out process for you and that your heart is really in these programs yeah absolutely it's basically the online platform tmt online is a holistic um, place to go from pregnancy and takes you through to afterbirth and then um, more advanced programs that still have modifications if you do have pelvic floor dysfunction or ab separation and then for those women who don't to continue exercising at home um, and then if you want to return to running that slow progression of getting back into running which I also did um, after my daughter because yeah I just it's, you need to have something to follow. Like if you just say, do this exercise, don't do that, that exercise, that's great. Mm. But then how do you put that into a progressive plan that actually works? So that's, um, yeah, what I created. And I feel it would really encourage a lot more women to want to be a part of your community because when you join up, you know who you're joining and who that woman is and what you're all about, not just a chain gym owned by someone overseas with an Aussie ambassador on the website. So you've, you've really created such a personalised platform and I absolutely love that. 
Oh, thank you. That's very kind. <laughs> I really yeah. do love what I do, so that helps. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It makes it a lot easier to do work when you actually enjoy it and you're passionate about it. Yeah. Sarah, being a mummer of two and in the fitness industry, what are some non-negotiable healthy habits that you practice in your home? Um, we work pretty good with routines. So as far as getting enough sleep and that sort of thing, um, I tried to implement that just for our whole household to run as smoothly as possible mm. um, from when the, both kids were little. Um, so sleep is one of the probably main things because if you're not sleeping well, um, everything else falls out from there so you start eating bad you don't want to exercise um, so I feel like that is the number one foundation for, yeah. for everything for everything to work properly and function properly yes. um, we're pretty healthy with the kids like they do you know when they go to birthday parties or they have treats every now and again but in our house I don't buy any of that food um, and they haven't been brought up eating that normally so I guess that's um, they don't really know any difference. So they are really good eaters with eating all their um, vegetables. I know a lot of mums are probably cringing, going, "I hate you," because <laughs> it can be it can be such a struggle. Um, but yeah, we really try and um, model that good eating patterns and um, you know just picking a healthier option. Like it's not super strict or anything. Just yeah. um, I don't just try and have healthier options available for the kids. Yeah, I saw actually last night on your Instagram that you were doing the um, poke bowls and I was like, oh, that's such a good idea. It's so simple and not overcomplicating it. I loved it. Oh, and that's the thing. Like I hate cooking, but I love eating. <laughs> so anything that's quick and simple, um, you know, you can make it healthy. You don't have to, to spend ages and, you know, have 100 ingredients to make something taste nice. There's lots of simple and easy ways to, um, yeah, just throw dinner together quickly. That's also healthy. Totally agree. Cultivating healthy habits, I know with my children right now is really important to me because as I entered into postpartum, I was able to recognize how much I've changed in my pregnancy in terms of day-to-day -day healthy habits. And I've become quite complacent, whether it be, you know, bedtime at 8.30 for the older two and my and my son going down at his strict time of 6.30 and, you know, so sleep um, or with, with food. Um, and now that I'm in my postpartum state where my body isn't carrying a baby and it's recovering from birth and pregnancy. I really feel quite uncomfortable in my skin. And I think that, you know, being a mum, you definitely agree and understand that it can be quite triggering when you're not feeling yourself. Um, it does stem from though unhealthy habits and my relationship with food and exercise as an adolescent and coming into my teenage years. But now as a mother, I'm sure you will agree because I had these experiences as a kid myself. I understand just how detrimentally important my children's healthy habits are and making sure that we're staying in routine and being consistent just so they enter adolescence making positive lifestyle choices, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, when you're, when you're a mum and you've, you know, you've just had a new baby, so please don't be hard on yourself. It's such a it's a really difficult time. Like I myself found it very challenging. So all of these routines, healthy eating, that wasn't always happening in those times as well. So you've got to give yourself a little bit of leeway there. Um, but yeah, definitely having those routines and healthy habits for the kids, it's, it's more so about their mental health. Um, you know, they say you are what you eat and there's so much to do with gut health and how your mood is responsive on what's in your body and how you're moving your body. So I really focus on that with the kids. Like I never say anything like, don't eat that, that'll make you fat. I say, oh, look at this delicious green food that's going to give you vitamins and minerals and help your body be strong and healthy. Yeah. Um, 
So just focusing on sort of that rather than definitely not how you look, just how you feel. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. I just want to digress a little bit. I've recently read some studies about women in their postpartum season, Sarah, and I want to share some statistics on this because I do feel it's really relevant to your work and your businesses, the Mummy Trainer and TMT Academy. Um, One in four women will suffer with incontinence and one in two women live with prolapse. One in five women report pain during sex and one in five women experience a mental health condition after birth. I was blown away when I read these stats. I would love to know for women who are recovering from birth to postpartum where we can ed- where can we sorry educate ourselves on some guidelines surrounding our postpartum abilities from a holistic perspective because as you said earlier there's a lot of conflicting evidence surrounding this if we opt for Dr Google to be the source of education. Yeah, absolutely. It is um you know, I've I feel like there's a huge gap in the healthcare system when it comes to supporting mums um, after birth because a lot of the focus gets put on the baby, which obviously is necessary. Um, mm-hmm. But the mums, um, you know, there are amazing support systems and organisations, but a lot of people slip through those cracks. So um, yeah, it is very something I'm very passionate about, and especially the mental health side of thing. Um, there are amazing organisations like Panda, which is an Australia's national um, organisation for perinatal anxiety and depression. They have um, hotlines and so much information on their website to to help mums through this stage and dads as well, not just the mums. I help the dads as well because they can also experience a lot of um, the postnatal um, depression through that period. Mm. Um, Continence Foundation of Australia have some great information and resources on um, incontinence, um, prolapse, which, again, it's really common. Um, Even if women don't have full prolapse, if they have pelvic floor dysfunction, they're having the bladder leakage, it's very, very common. A lot of people, they either don't talk about it or they just laugh and say, oh, that's normal, I've had a baby, this happens, which, yeah, it happens, but it can generally be fixed and Mm. um, be helped along. So that way you don't have to live with it because then if you don't address these issues early, you go through your whole life suffering when you don't have to. And then once you hit menopause, all your hormones change again and then you're encountering further problems down the track with, um, yeah, like pelvic floor dysfunction, fecal incontinence, all these sorts of things. So a lot of it is around the education, which I include quite a lot of that in the online programs as well. There's a whole section for people. You don't have to look through that and watch the videos, but I like educating people on these topics and that way um, you can make better choices. I love that. That's so helpful. Um, You mentioned earlier that you injured yourself running postpartum and Sarah, I really resonate with that story. As you know, I'm seven weeks postpartum with my second child, but the difference um, not only between my two pregnancies, but the difference has been in my recovery and they've been quite opposite. I've always been quite committed to training over the last seven years or so. I fell in love with high intensity exercise and CrossFit. With my first pregnancy, I trained up until the day I had. At that point, I was being coached by someone who was quite focused on my goals like I was, and I don't feel put my body intentionally at any risk, but I did experience pain when I started running again in my lower abdomen, which was actually quite early. It was probably about four to six weeks postpartum I started running again. And when I voiced concern, it was quite you know encouraged to push on. 
I've definitely evolved past that mentality between having my son and having my daughter and working with um, now two incredible local coaches here in Newcastle who accommodated my postpartum recovery with a completely different outlook to my previous experience. But for women perhaps in the infant stages of their exercise journey and looking at just moving their bodies again, what should we be looking at not doing when we start physically training in our postpartum recovery state? Yeah, absolutely. I'm so happy that you've actually found people that do um, take, you know, you, you have to train differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the postpartum period, you've got to think of it as a stage of recovery. Um, growing a baby and the physiological changes that happen to your body and then birthing that baby is like a big deal. Um, I mean, some people can sort of have a easy pregnancy, a relatively normal birth and sort of just glide back in but everyone's journey is different so it's hard to have a blanket don't do this don't do this but there are some general um, things that are quite typical and you know should be thought about when returning to exercise so a slow progression is probably the number one thing that I'd like to stress (laughs) Um, you've got a hormone called relaxin in your body which loosens all your ligaments um, to prepare for childbirth so that peaks at the start of your first trimester of pregnancy so that's quite early, which people think, oh, you know, a lot of the time you're not even showing at that stage. But it just means that your joints are not as strong and stable as normal, so you're more susceptible to injury. This carries on, obviously, after birth, um, around five to six months after you've given birth, that can still be present in your system. If you're breastfeeding, it's the whole time that you're breastfeeding. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's one thing that a lot of people don't realise. So even if you've had, you know, you don't have any abdominal separation, your pelvic floor is fine, you can still injure yourself just due to that hormone um, being in your body and your joints are not as strong and supportive as normal. Um, pelvic floor is one of the first things that you really need to look at, um, how it is functioning. So some people have pelvic floor um, dysfunction on a weakened end of the spectrum um, and then Some people have a hypertonic pelvic floor, which means it's too tight. And that's actually quite common as well. A lot of people just think that um, it's like too relaxed and weakened from childbirth. Some people have a hypertonic pelvic floor, which can also create um, an abundance of issues when it comes to exercising. So knowing, yeah, knowing your body, um, having the appropriate checks and everything is just super important around that six week mark, because then you will be able to know what you can and can't do from seeing women's health physio or your obstetrician or gynecologist yes and i've received clearance from my ob at my six-week checkup but i know that you've created a little reminder for women going to their postnatal checkups and this is something that i just want to spread the word about because i can't believe how many medical practitioners don't examine women accurately at their six-week checkup can you tell us a little bit about care yeah absolutely so this is Another thing that I'm super passionate about, um, as I was saying, there is that gap, unfortunately, in the healthcare system around this time for mums. Um, So the CARE acronym is C, stands for coping and contraception. So this will be at your GP visit. Your GP visit's usually in around a 15-minute window. Um, So you will need to make two appointments, as I'll explain with the rest of the the letters. So coping and contraception, your GP will generally ask how you're feeling um, and ask you about contraception, which is probably the last thing on your mind when you've just had your baby. (laughs) Uh, But it it is a good um, time to, you know, look at at your mental health and how you're coping and offer support um, as well. So that C is very important, coping and contraception. 
A is for activation of the pelvic floor. So you'll need to book in to see a women's health physiotherapist because they are the absolute game changers in this field and this is what they specialise in. So your obstetrician and gynaecologist will, if you have um, a a difficult birth or if you have um, prolapse, they'll know that at that stage. But the women's health physios are the ones that really can assess all of that for you as well um, and help treat and look after you with those um, contraindications. So, um, yeah, activation of your pelvic floor, um, whether it is weakened or whether it's hypertonic too tight. And that, again, will affect your exercise programming. R is for the rectus abdominis, so your six-pack muscles. In the middle is a connective tissue called the linear alba that stretches when you're pregnant to allow room for the baby. Um, after birth, it generally can go back um, pretty close together, but some women are left with quite a large separation, so their core is not going to be functioning um, normally how it normally would for someone that didn't have ab separation. So getting that checked by the women's health physiotherapist, um, most GPs won't check that. Um, they either won't have time. Some do. I have heard some of my clients said, oh, yeah, my GP did, which is amazing. Absolutely amazing. But, yeah, women's health physio for activation of pelvic floor and checking for ab separation. And then E is external wound. So whether you had an episiotomy, stitches um, or your cesarean scar, just checking to make sure that's healing okay, um, hasn't got infected and all that sort of stuff. So that's the CARE acronym. And even if you're not wanting to exercise, I feel like all of that should be available and you should have checked just for life um, yeah. and just every just every day. Um, but then especially if you're wanting to return to exercise. Yeah, I love that. And I definitely would encourage women to um, look at that as well because, I, as I said, I went to my six-week checkup and I was cleared for exercise, but we didn't do any of that. Yeah, I know. Whenever I get my mums, they fill out a thorough screening form before they come and see me, which picks up and flags a lot of these things. Um, mm -hmm. And I'll always ask, because <laughs> I have to have their six-week check, I always say, what did they check? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, nine times out of ten, the stuff that I mentioned hasn't been checked. And when wanting to return to exercise, they're the biggies. They're the big things that you need to know yeah. where your body's at. They really are, aren't they? Um, Sarah, I recently saw that you've been working with the beautiful Emily Skye, who actually had her son only a few days before I had my daughter, I think. I think we actually had the same due date. And I remember when she had her son, I was like, no, I want to have mine. <laughs> and I really enjoyed following Emily for a really long time, like her hit workouts right up my alley. Um, and I noticed that she was saying on social media that she'd started working with you because she needed some accountability not to go too hard too soon. And I was like, oh, this is me to a T. What is something that you would really encourage women to do in their postpartum recovery to support them when they do have this mentality of go hard or go home? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been training Emily. She's absolutely beautiful inside and out. What you see on Instagram is just her in her essence. She's she's Aww. lovely. Um, but, yeah, she, as you'd know, she's a real go-getter um, and I can resonate with that because I'm a little bit the same. Yeah. So <laughs> the biggest part, um, the biggest obstacle with her is just um, pulling her back and slowing her down because she just wants to go for it, um, which, you know, is is great to have um, 
you know that that fire in your belly to just to just do it but again um, the risk of injury she had a very fast birth um, second time around with Isaac so um, there's just a lot of healing that still needs to take place um, it takes approximately six weeks for your uterus to shrink back down to the original um, size and for all the healing from the place where the placenta is attached inside that to actually heal and stop bleeding so minimum six weeks is yeah, recommended. There are some gentle stretching and breathing and deep core exercises you can do up until that point. Some slow, gentle walks as well. But yeah, definitely sit, wait until six weeks and again, have those checks then. Um, and just knowing that you, even if you feel fine, you can injure yourself so easily as I did, which I did not think would even happen to me. Um, and so many clients that I've spoken to and have trained personally as well. Um, yes, there's so many stories that I could tell you to just not to scare you, but just to um, just to, you know, be gentle with yourself. And it just needs to be slow and progressive, just slowly building up. And you generally get to your, your goal, whatever you want to do. But you yeah. need to set the foundations and just take that time at the start. So that way you're good to go and you'll progress really quickly and a lot stronger and injury free. Mm, I love that. My coach, um, Drew Duggan, he has a training studio here in Newcastle uh, called Wellfit. And he only said to me last week, Chris, it's not a race. You need to stop comparing yourself to where you were last time and look at this postpartum season as brand new. Like you've had two pregnancies and two labours in three years. You need to stop being so hard on yourself. Absolutely. And as you said, the pregnancies and um, post-birth is so different even just for yourself, but even looking at other women, everyone has a different story and things that happen with their body. So don't look at the people on Instagram and think, oh, they've just had a baby doing this. I can do the same. It's generally not always the case. So just stick in your own lane, find out everything that's going on with your own body. Um, and, you know, you just you do what's necessary to get you um, moving to that point that you want to be at. Yes. And I really want to redefine the term bounce back and what that means for me because I am working on shifting my mentality to go really hard and I just love so much that you've created a, a training program that caters for women to build around the importance of healing and working out correctly. Yeah absolutely we don't do body measurements, weigh-ins, none of that even um, my nutrition guide is just healthy options and educating um just basics that we we all sort of know but forget um like it shouldn't be complicated like it doesn't have to be and um you know I've had many friends that have had eating disorders over the years and it's just it just breaks my heart um mm -hmm. because it is a really big issue um and yeah people say bounce back and get your body back you didn't lose your body you've still got it you've just grown a baby um just some of the physiological things have changed, which, you know, you can you can move through and just, you know, if you want to get back to how you look before, that's okay too. But don't be hard on yourself um, and just really put the focus on how you feel, exercising for mental health, eating for the energy requirements and feeling good and everything else will just happen without you being so focused on it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely agree. Now you've recently launched your new business, TMT Academy, and it is seriously such an exciting business concept to bring to life because I feel like there was just a hole in the market and you've filled it. Tell me all about TMT Academy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. It's something I've been wanting to do for quite a while, but um, I suppose one of the positives from coronavirus, if I can say that, is um, it gave me time to actually 
finish it. Um, so yeah, TMT Academy is um, an online course. It's approved by Fitness Australia and it is to educate personal trainers, gym fitness instructors on all of the physiological changes that happen to a woman's body throughout pregnancy and after birth and how to get them moving and exercising safely and the right way. Um, there is a a whole section on mental health as well on how to um, support and talk to your clients throughout that period um, modifications on exercises um, not always what to avoid but just knowing what to look for and assess and work towards to hopefully getting to that exercise rather than just completely scrapping it all together mm -hmm. um, but yeah no, I really 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 happy that this is finally out there because I get so many inquiries coming in and I have really limited availability to work with people in person. Um, I'm booked out until the end of, well, the start of October at the moment, helping the new, new mums come through every six weeks, getting them back into exercising. And I need other PTs to know what they're doing. Um, and yeah, just a lot of clients come to me from their previous trainer telling me know, some really scary stories of things that they're not even screened properly or women who have prolapse and they you know wanting them to run and they say oh I've just you know had a baby so like, oh yeah no don't run here's a skipping rope um and it's not that these trainers are trying to do harm of course it's just the the education and I really feel that this information should be included in a set three and four and fitness for everyone to know um, but yeah, at the moment, it is just an add-on and a separate course that you can that uh, fitness instructors and PTs can do to educate themselves and then help serve mums because the mums are the ones that are, are missing out or um, doing the wrong exercises, which are making their conditions worse. Um, and then that puts an extra strain on the healthcare system. So it's a really big flow-on effect. I feel like everyone, if you're training or going to be training at some point in your life, um, mm -hmm. Someone that's pregnant or has had a baby, which is someone that's had a baby is a very high percentage um, that you'll be training someone that has, even if they haven't just had a baby, it could be 10 years down the track, they could still have pelvic floor dysfunction and ab separation. So you need to know um, who you're working with and what you can and can't do with them. Yeah, and I, I really want to spread the word about this course for personal trainers because there's just so much room for growth in the PT community. And, you know, if you are a PT and building your clientele, let me tell you, no one needs in-home personal trainers that are informed about pregnancy, birth and mental health postpartum than pre- and postnatal mamas. And this is something that I feel so passionate about because I've had two very different pregnancies and postpartum recoveries in the last two years. And it's had everything to do, I suppose, with my trainer's abilities from a holistic perspective. So the more PTs and, you know, people that come and sign up and join these courses and do them with you, the more education mums are going to receive and more support we're going to get in this postpartum period. Yeah, absolutely. And initially, um, I was working with the Gold Coast City Council running free workshops for new mums to come in and I would educate them on um, all of this stuff to teach them, and which was great. But I then I, it was like a light bulb went off and I'm like, oh, I, I'm doing this wrong. I need to be educating the PTs because they're the ones that are going to be taking and training these mums um, and they need to be supported. 
Yes, and I'm sure that all of the PTs that are coming doing these courses are so, so grateful for what you're doing as well because they would want to do their job properly. They wouldn't want to be, you know, risk, putting anyone's body at risk, but I guess that they do because of their lack of education. Yeah, and, you know, as a fitness instructor or personal trainer, you have to work within your scope of practice. So if you haven't done any um, further education from your Cert Foreign Fitness on this topic, you shouldn't be training anyone that's pregnant or had a baby. Um, it just comes down to a duty of care. So um, even people that have done previous courses, I've done many myself um, because there's little bits and pieces that you pick up from 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 everywhere that just builds your um, your knowledge umbrella, if you wish. Um, and you know, you just have to be continually continually learning. Um, I work very closely with women's health physios on the Gold Coast, which we have some amazing women's health physiotherapists. And I just you just have to ask questions and just constantly learn um, and educate yourself. Otherwise, you get left behind. Yes, absolutely. Sarah, thank you so much for coming to chat today. I just love everything about what you're doing in the fitness community with your online coaching and just how much support you are giving mamas on their postpartum journey. For women who are listening and have resonated with this episode and want to see more about you and your programs, where is the best place to connect with you? Yeah, so Facebook and Instagram uh, for the Mummy Trainer, all the courses for PTs is TMT Academy, um, or the websites for both of those is themummytrainer.com or themummytraineracademy.com. Perfect. I will put all of this into the show notes. Thank you again so much for joining me today, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. I'm super happy to share um, my knowledge and I love helping people. So if anyone has questions, feel free to message me, send me an email. I'm happy to help. Perfect. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Inside Out. I really want to grow in this space and make sure these stories and experiences are heard. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. Please leave me a review and hit subscribe to ensure you don't miss our next conversation. Please also join me on Instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode at Inside Out with Chris. I can't wait to share more with you really soon.